I'm Rechard van der Baer. And I'm Duncan McLeod. This is Talk Central, episode 152 for the weekend starting 9 September 2016. Talk Central is brought to you by Tech Central, the home of South Africa's best technology journalism. On Talk Central this week, we chat about what else? The iPhone 7. And of course, the new watch. Plus, ADSL prices come tumbling down. Chwane Wi-Fi to be reviewed by the new DA mayor. And the latest on the Spectrum debacle. Let's get the show on the road. Well, welcome to the show. How's it going? How's it, Duncan? Joburg is looking like a dust ball. Yeah, that, is this is this pre-rains wind and dust? I, I really hope so. I hope so too. Um, but so the wind is really howling today, and the sky has gone white with dust. Uh, we're recording outside as always, but uh, hopefully the wind doesn't cause too much interference with our recording today. Uh, we've got a fancy mic, so hopefully it'll be, it'll it'll be, be all right. Fun. But on a brighter note, it's a good day for, for outdoor photography, so mm-hmm. grab your cameras, kids. Yeah, indeed. Indeed. But uh, before we get into the show, and there's lots to talk about, particularly that new iPhone, um, we should do our quiz. Yes, yes. Rehard, do you want to do the first question? Sure. Question number one. What popular aug- augmented reality game is coming to the Apple Watch? By the way, the questions are quite easy this week. <laughs> what did Apple's Phil Schiller say uh, it took to drop the 3.5mm audio jack on the iPhone 7? Question number three. Apple quietly pulled the plug on the high-end gold Apple Watch edition. How much did it cost? A SpaceX rocket exploded on the launch pad on 1 September. It had an important payload attached to it, which was also destroyed. What was that payload? Yeah, that was a big one. And the last question. This week, the largest ever IT acquisition was concluded. Who was buying who? Well, that's the quiz. As always, we'll give you the answers to the, the questions at the end of the show. But, Rechard, let's get kicked in at this, uh, this iPhone announcement. Uh, you, you've, you've got a brand spanking new iPhone 6S sitting in front of you right now, which you've just bought. I just got it, yeah. Um, and it's still new. Put a nice screen protector on it. It's, it's beautiful. But, yeah, certainly I don't have buyer's remorse at all. And when I went in to buy this thing, yeah. I knew... That the iPhone 7 Pro probably not going to be the device I need right now. I yeah. do use the iPhone socket a lot, not just not just for plugging headphones in, but when I'm traveling long distance, yeah. um, it goes in, my GPS is on, um, so I need to power and get audio at the same time right. without any adapter. So for me, that is a pretty pretty big thing. So you deliberately bought the 6S and, and did not wait for the 7 because you knew there wouldn't be a headphone jack? Yeah, I mean, I, the rumors were yeah. kind of you know big enough. We, yes. we knew that it was going to be the yeah. case. So where um, does that leave you, though? You've been a long-term I- iPhone user. Um, the iPhone, the the audio jack is now gone from the iPhone. Does that mean you're no longer going to purchase an iPhone again? No, I don't think so. I mean, uh, iPhones generally last me that two year cycle. After two years, yeah. something generally happens, and I tend to upgrade. I think I'm confident enough that by the time I upgrade, most of my devices would be compatible with some kind of really cool wireless. Bluetooth audio technology or, okay. or, or you know so, so I'm not really worried about it um, so you don't mind fitting in with think, Apple's plans here look I mean if I come to the two year mark and I and I, I still need to use the audio jack and the option isn't available on the iPhone device I might have to have some serious reconsiderations but um, as I see it now I think technology will certainly catch up um, enough uh, f- for me to then have a solution by that time but for now at least you know with with i, I have some microphones that i plug in there when i do some interviews with people yeah that kind of thing i'm not i don't want to replace them. i mean i bought some of that equipment less than a year ago yes um so when the two-year cycle is up 
you know, if the solution isn't there, I'll reevaluate my position. Mm. But, you know, the iPhone 6S is still, in my opinion, a, a great device. You yes. know, the, the best iPhone Apple's ever made with the, with, with the, the socket, you know. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I've, I mean, I'm not an iPhone user and haven't been since the iPhone 4, I think it was, or 4S. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, but I've got, a, I've got a quite a different take on this. I, I, I actually won't buy one of these because I think Apple has pulled a move here that is in the interest of its revenue and not in the interest of customers. Mm. Uh, I think that um, I think that what they've done here is uh, they've 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 done away with the audio device in order to uh, benefit one of their acquisitions, Beats, uh, and for the, in order for them to sell more accessories. I don't think they've done this in the interest of the design of the phone or in uh, the interests of technology advancement. Mm. Um, and I was really taken aback when Phil Schiller took to the stage at the keynote and said that it took courage <laughs> yeah, that was a bit to a remove joke. the 3.5mm audio jack. Now, what takes courage is going to war for your country yeah. or uh, something similar. Removing an audio jack on, an, on, a, on a piece of consumer technology is not what I'd call a courageous decision. Um, yeah, look, I certainly can't argue with any of the points you made. Um, you know, but if, if I look at it from a consumer point of view, I know how many people are just going to adopt it purely because yeah. they follow Apple. You know, yeah. you, and I think Apple is so confident with that user base. Yes. If you look at the amount of money their customers spend, if they were willing to spend upwards of you know ten thousand dollars on an Apple Watch, yes, I'm sure. I'm sure they they thought our customers will buy into this too. Which yes. you know, in the larger scheme of things, I don't agree with. Yes, because so many devices, especially third-party peripherals, and there's some really good stuff for the iPhone out there yeah. that make use of the 3.5 yeah. jack. And all those companies companies are going to have to license the technology. Yes, and the price of the product is going to go up. Yes, yes, indeed, indeed. I um, I heard a very good joke this morning, by the way. How do you milk sheep? <laughs> With no. iPhone accessories. <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. <laughs> anyway, That's brilliant. Um, anyway, the phone looks looks really great. I mean, it's not a it's not a major upgrade over the iPhone 6s. So if you've got yeah. if you've got a 6s, you probably don't don't get this unless unless you're a real camera buff and you really want that camera in the six in the seven plus, yeah. which does look really nice by yes. the way, the dual cameras. Which is a seven plus. I mean, I don't even use a six plus at the moment. Yeah. So yeah, you're gonna have to kind of change your 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 phone habit if you want to get that really beautiful yeah, camera. Yeah. Although the the, the six uh, sorry the seven the basic sevens camera is very nice as well. It finally has optical image stabilization, which mm. I, I would argue should have been in the six S. Yeah, I agree. Um, but uh, it's it's a great phone. But the the camera tech on that uh, on that on the seven plus really does look good. I mean, um, if what they were de- showing on stage is is actually the sort of images that you can capture with this device, then. It really is something special. Oh yeah, oh yeah. But look again, I, I find it hard. It's it's one of those things, you know. You can you can probably justify an upgrade if you want to, but if you look at the current, this, even the six going far back as that, the cameras are really good for a camera phone. Yes. And for for ninety nine percent of what people use it for, yeah. like sharing up uh, online. Yeah. yeah. You know, you're not gonna yeah. you're not gonna need more. Yeah. But I think this does raise the bar in terms of. You know the photographers that go out there sh- using their phone to shoot the uh, shoot the odd pic, yeah. and now being able to do so much more with it, yeah. you know, especially with the two Although lenses. If you're, a, if you're a pro photographer, then you're not going to shoot with your phone. Um, you're going to have well, a DSLR for that. I suppose well, you don't you carry your DSLR. You don't always carry your DSLR. It's a good point. I, I mean, I never carry my DSLR. I don't even carry. I'm actually selling my old little compacts now because I, yeah. I find that I never take these amazing full frame sensor cameras out. Yeah. But I use my iPhone instead. Yes, so, you know, and it's fine for all the for all of the photographs that I need to take on the go, at least. You know, yes. the basic stuff. Yes, yes. Um, what else? What else 
um, struck you about the, the, the keynote? Look, I mean, the... On, on the iPhone specifically. The, yeah, the fact that nothing much has changed in the design, the fact that they've made it splash-proof was quite nice. You know, it, yeah. it's, I thought it, it's a feature that's long overdue. Yeah. Um, splash-proof, what did they mean by splash-proof. that? Splash-proof. Did, 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 they, did, they did they say what the IP rating was? Um, I don't think they I did. I don't think they did. Uh, they, they said that the watch was 50 meters. You probably don't go swimming with this thing, right? No, you don't. No, no. I did see a headline online today that said that uh, Apple's warranty doesn't cover water damage still. So <laughs> I don't know what that means for oh. people that accidentally get water damage on their iPhone 7. Mm. Interesting. But, um, Interesting. Yeah, but, look, uh, in processor performance, obviously that was improved. Um, not that much over six incremental yeah. performance on everything. I mean, the battery life, they say, is, is you'll get about two hours more a day out of it. Um, I mean, what's the battery life on your 6S? How, how long does it last for? It lasts for most of the day in my usage scenario. I mean, it's always plugged in in Which some way, shape or form. Heavy. Yeah, it's just quite heavy. I mean, it, I'll, I'll probably get to 6 o'clock uh, in the evening. I unplug it probably at 6 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Um, so a full day of usage for me. And okay. I, I, yeah, I, I mean, I guess my usage varies depending on where I am at the day. Um, but I do have a battery bank that I use to, to top okay. it up. So it, the, the battery power, is, uh, the battery life on that isn't isn't bad enough for me to say okay it's an yeah, issue it's not a deal breaker yeah one of the other things i liked or two of the other things i liked about the, the new iphone or was the stereo sound yeah which was quite interesting something that was again long overdue yeah what yeah. i don't think was such a good idea is the home button now being it, it's not a physical button anymore from what i believe oh isn't it it's got tactile feedback in it so it's, as with the screen yeah you know when you press down on it you get, you get that feeling of a, a of a, a press they call it taptic touch taptic, yeah yeah Whatever that means. So, yeah, that that's what the home button's like. Now, obviously, it takes up a lot less space. There's no breakable yeah. features, but yeah. I, yeah. So, what else? More more LTE bands, um, which is good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Not that we really have the networks here in South Africa to support that. Um, yeah, but the adapter, the wonderful adapter you get. So, because there's no 3.5 mil audio jack, yeah. you now have to you now have to use an adapter or a lightning a lightning port headphones, which is what they're now bundling. Um, in the box so you used to get the the beautiful white 3.5 mil audio headphones um they're now lightning so you can't obviously charge your device when you've got that in yeah um but uh, apparently there will be some accessories 20 30 40 dollars um i'm sure they'll allow you to <laughs> to do that which will be a bit of a you know you don't carry those things with you all that you need a set of headphones in your phone you know or 3.5 yeah. mil cable generally speaking or somebody's got one yes so a new watch as well um waterproof so you can go swimming with it, unlike your new iPhone. Mm-hmm. Um, and most importantly, built-in GPS at last. Although, what was really interesting during the keynote, I don't know if you noticed this, uh, Rechard, they didn't once mention battery life, which, which suggests to me that it's a problem. Otherwise, they would have said something about it. They would know. have said the same battery life, or the sa- or either improved or the same, like they always do with other devices, like they do with the iPhone. Yeah, they, yeah. they didn't mention battery life, which makes me suggest the fact they've put a GPS mm, chip in this mm. thing has made the battery life worse. Well, I would expect the battery life to be the same. I mean, considering, you know, new technology, better batteries. But you're right. The fact that I didn't mention anything, um, well, in my mind, could mean that either nothing's changed and I actually don't want to talk about it because it's not that amazing to begin with. Mm. Um, or, like you said, <laughs> people are going to be worse off. Yeah. I'm still not a customer for the Apple Watch. Um, Me neither. It's a nice-looking device. and 
But I, I, I think if you do sports, you want a dedicated sports watch. You don't want this. Exactly, exactly. It's not going to last nearly, nearly long enough. For, but I think for the for the for the casual runner or the city yeah. runner, you know, if you look yeah. at yeah. your New York City kind of citizen, sure. those are the kind of people I think this would be uh, work for well. Or this is definitely the market. Yeah, yeah. But um, um, if you're a comrades runner or you travel running across mountains or whatever. Then this is probably not the device you're looking for to do that sort of monitoring. Exactly, exactly. Um, but as a ca- you know, if you're an occasional runner, or if you um, uh, if you want a smartwatch and you're not a runner at all, then you know that's worth considering. I think. Yeah. Um, yeah there's some some really compelling alternatives on the market. I mean, the new Samsung Gear Three has just been released, mm. um, which is a very nice looking watch. Um, it's uh, round, not square like yes, the Apple. Yes. Uh, which I think is a better form factor. Huawei's made a beautiful watch out as well. Um, so there are quite a few on the market mm. that really look good. Uh, Motorola, of course. Um, but uh, the the um, new Nike watch they've announced in, in, in partnership with Nike. I've asked a couple of people what they think of it, and the general reaction has been ugly. Um, I don't know. It's quite. Uh, it's certainly striking. Um, yeah, the big yeah. bold yellow on the screen. I think there's the a massive market for that. I yeah. mean, if you look how well the fuel band did, yeah, and that wasn't even really a, a, a kind of mature technology back in the yes, day. Yes, yes. Um, just to fetch it to you, I mean, it's the same price. So, yeah, we can swap out the bands. You get the beautiful black body, which will, yeah, um, is a little bit unique to to that yeah. in the range. I mean, it looks kind of, it looks kind of like a Tom Tom running watch to me. Actually, <laughs> it looks like something Tom Tom would have designed. It's that band with the with the bright green, yeah. green tone. And the, I think it's the font on the screen as well. It's quite Tom Tomish. They like that big bold mm, number. Boldness. Um, but um, it, the price that that thing's coming into the market. Would you go for that or a Tom Tom? I'm still not a I'm still not a, a, a customer for this kind of thing. Really, yeah. my phone does everything I need. Yes, I've got a bike computer that I use mm. to, to track my sport. If I was course, a runner, I'm a, sure. I a lot do. of casual runners actually just run with their phones. Mm. Um, they it. they put a they put a strap on their arm and put their phone in it. It'll cover on their arms and run with that. Yeah, yeah. With Strava. which, which works is, fine. Which actually. is fine. Yeah, mm. exactly. And you can uh, listen to music while you do so. so. Indeed. Indeed. Um, but uh, yeah, so the Apple Watch Edition Gold version is gone. Yes. Um, obviously, they weren't selling too many of those. Uh, I guess the Swiss watch industry can breathe a sigh of relief. <laughs> I, I, I was I was actually interested in that. I mean, we ran a story on that this week. That that the top end version of that sold for seventeen thousand US dollars, which at the current exchange rate is about two hundred and thirty five thousand rand, before taxes. So. If you're going to get one of these through the ice store, I'd be, imagine you're probably looking at over 300,000 rand for this watch. Yeah, does uh, it come with Apple Care at now, least? Or <laughs> does, 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 um, does uh, Tim Cook deliver it personally? <laughs> but, um, you know, at that price, are you going to buy something that's going to be obsolete in 18 months? Or are you going to buy a piece of Swiss craft Engineering, yeah. A tag Hoyer or... Or, or another really high-end watch that will become an heirloom. I think the or sad, you're going to buy an Apple Watch. I think the sad reality <laughs> is that there are so many people with so much money that that's true. Dropping two hundred and thirty odd thousand rand on a device, it's like it's like buying those Vin. What are their phones? Ventus, Vent, Ventus, yes. which was basically the skin Nokia's at one point. Yes, yes. There are people that buy it. I mean, they don't have to manufacture many. I'm sure the executives all get one of these because it's yeah. it's kind of the prize piece. They give it to yeah. a few celebrities. It's yeah. it's more marketing than anything else. Beyonce and has one, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but I must be honest. The white one, the new, the new watch edition, the ceramic one. 
looks much nicer than the gold. I think, I think so too, and it's a hell of a lot cheaper too. Um, I think it's how much is that one? It's I think it's about two thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah. No, two hundred. I think it's about one pre-order. Yeah. I'm trying to remember the price now. One two dollars, something like that. One thousand two hundred. Yeah, one thousand two hundred uh, for the thirty-eight millimeter, and one thousand three hundred for the forty-two. Yeah. And it's a, it's a very nice looking watch. Just give me a credit card there to see what it looks like. <laughs> <laughs> Order one quickly. Uh, and you have to get Apple Care separately, so. Oh, really? Oh, $99. $1,200. Yeah. Yeah. You probably do have to pay extra for Apple Care on the gold one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, probably. Um, but yeah, the 200, I can't imagine they sold too many of those. You're right, they, they'll be oil, rich oil sheiks and, uh, and people with so much money they don't know what to do with it that, 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 that probably bought one of those yeah. but, but then as a friend of mine pointed out the other day actually rich people don't tend to waste their money um, so uh, they probably would go and buy the Tag Heuer or whatever the but there aren't many wise rich people out there if you look at these uh, celebrities in Hollywood you know, I'm sure they drop somebody's no, going to sure. buy no, maybe, sure. maybe a marketing company buys them yeah. one and then yeah. it's a gift and yeah true it's a bit ridiculous yeah Alright, I think it's time to take an ad break. We'll be back right after this. Hello world. Hello information. Hello uploads and downloads. Hello streaming videos and low latency. Hello blogs and vlogs. Hello crystal clear video calls. Hello increased productivity. Hello online learning. Hello cloud. Hello long lost friends and missed connections. Hello limitless possibilities and instant gratification. Say hello to premium high speed fiber from Vox Telecom. Pleasure guaranteed. Visit voxtelecom.co.za for more information. Chicken or beef? Chicken or beef? Chicken. There are so many companies offering fiber at the moment, but with Vox Telecom's premium high-speed fiber, you'll be joining the Smile High Club. Duck or salmon, sir? We call it business class fiber. We guarantee our uptime and can tailor our services to suit your needs and budget. Say hello to Business Class Fiber from Vox Telecom. Visit voxtelecom.co.za for more information. Well, welcome back to the show. So, big cuts in ADSL prices this week, Richard. Yes, there's been some very interesting announcements. But, you know, in all fairness, I haven't really been keeping a track now that I'm a fiber user. Oh, yes. Data is really becoming inconsequential to you me. Don't, uh, <laughs> you don't really care about those uh, claims left on DSL or <laughs> copper cables. Copper, what's yeah. this? Copper. fighting them. <laughs> anyway, no. But, it, yeah, I mean, yeah. it's a big win for, for DSL users. And it is. It data is. now effectively becoming cheapest chips. Yes, yes, cheapest chips. I like that. I think we might make that the name of the show. <laughs> um, so, yeah, very, very aggressive price cuts. And it's not just um, AfriHost, uh, which announced uh, yesterday that they'll be offering up to their capped users 18 hours a day of effective in unlimited use from midnight to 6 p.m. Uh, but we've also seen Web Africa cut their prices quite aggressively and a couple of other smaller ISPs. Crystal Web was one name I saw. Yeah, I don't yeah. really know them. Um, and um, it's all the result, I think, of this uh, reduction to wholesale prices that was announced by OpenServe, which is the wholesale arm of Telcom a couple of months ago. It's taken some some time to filter down into retail prices. But I was having a look at the, the prices on, on both the Web Africa and AfriHost websites. And uh, the price of ADSL, I mean, I haven't used ADSL for the past, um, I'd say, year or so because my line at home fell over and Telcom couldn't fix it. <laughs> So I've been I've been using LTE in the interim, but um, the prices are really aggressive now. Uh, you can get an uncapped package for about a hundred bucks a month, if not less, uh, and it's 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 remarkably cheap. Even uncapped packages on on VDSL 
are, are quite cheap these days. Um, so just, just just compared to just a year ago, we're talking That's 20, crazy. 30, 40% down. Absolutely. Do you remember 29 ran a gig when Afrios first launched that as one of the first breakaways for yes. the normal pricing? Yes. Look at where we are now. I mean, now you yeah, can get... Remarkable. Yeah, it's it is. Remarkable. It's absolutely. I mean, I used to be so you know so cautious of the data that I used, knowing that I'm a captain account. I used to use about three, four hundred gigs a month, and I would still monitor it. But now, yeah, you, know, you don't. I don't even. I don't yeah. even look at it anymore. It's it's actually scary. Yeah, how we take it for granted. I'm just having a look at Web Africa here because they were actually the first to cut their prices, uh, and uh, they're offering a four megabit per second uncapped deal for home users at 185 rand a month. Sure, uh, that's remarkable. That is nice. 8 megs, 8 megs uncapped for 249. Um, now, obviously, that's dark. that doesn't include the telecom line rental. Sure, sure. But still, that's a, that's a very good price. And none of these guys really shape shape a lot of this data, do they? I mean, is this I, shaped? I think on or? ADSL, a lot of it is still shaped, especially on these home packages, I suspect. Um, I find that on the fiber packages, there's the, there doesn't seem to be much shaping at all, though. Yeah, my uncapped account, there's no shaping or at all. Yeah, nothing. Yeah. I mean, I get more than my, my allocated yeah. data allowance uh, yeah. or data speed. I mean, it's a couple of weeks now until I get um, Vumatel at home and I've been looking at the, the Vumatel.net website to compare packages and there's some really good prices there and I noticed some of them, many of them, in fact, say like CLC Fiber, Vox Telecom and others specifically state there's no fair use policy on this, there's no yeah. shaping on this, just go crazy. <laughs> I think I think they've got so much, there's, there's so much data available now. Yeah. <coughs> I'm, I'm sure, you know, and also with the amount of pipes always increasing, you know, we always... You know, there's there's this continual data improvement happening. Mm. I mean, this is just this is just going to explode. World class stuff, actually. I mean, I'm on a 20 meg package now, and I'm just looking yeah. at the Vumatel portal. Um, I'm paying about 8.99 for uncapped. Yes. Um, 2020, which is 20 meg down, 20 meg up. Yeah. I've been considering to go up to a 50, yeah. 50. Yeah. Which I will only pay 250 rand more for 30 gigs, uh, 30 megabits per second more. On my that's connection, good. that's very good. Which uh, I'm looking, I'm looking at a symmetrical 50-50 connection. Yeah. Um, yeah. The Vox Telecom deals look very good, so I'm, I may go for for uh, for one of those. I think they had one for one one two nine five for an uncapped 50 meg symmetrical. Oh, that's not bad. And that yeah, includes that's what mobile data there. from MTN and um, free voice calls to any network. Oh, that's great. I think it's unlimited, if I'm not mistaken. Jeez. So quite remarkable, actually. And I mean, again, I have to emphasize because it's been such an amazing thing, but it does change your life. If it you does. Want, all of a sudden have, uh, you know, so much speed at your disposal. I mm. mean, I work with lots of large graphic files and video and stuff, so yeah. it's obviously changed my life. But even the basic stuff, if I look at how my wife's using the internet and when she Skypes her family overseas and all that kind of thing, or, or uh, FaceTime, mm. you're getting an HD picture now and mm. you're sending an HD picture because your, your, your connection can handle it. Yeah. Yeah, it's phenomenal. What I like is as well, you can if you have a telecom line, you can port your landline number to a VoIP provider. Oh, so yes, nice. if you're on Vox, for example, you can get that Vox Superphone, port your number to Vox, and uh, people can still call you as, as if you're, they're phoning your landline when they're actually phoning your phoning over fiber over, uh, to an IP number. Yeah, these are the things we've been dreaming about for the last decade it's or brilliant, so. Now we, now we have it. It's happening. But uh, now, Mike, my other question is when you, when you upgrade from, a, say, a 20 to a 50, the the next step obviously is a hundred and a gigabit. Right? Yes, yes. Um, I mean, obviously the prices jump significantly, but sure, oh, it's so tempting. I don't, I don't know if you'll really see the benefits for everyday usage, but you probably don't need more than fifty at this stage. Yeah, I don't um, think so either. I think you. I think going from twenty to fifty is, is good if you've got multiple HD streams running in your house all the time. Yeah, all the time, yeah. and, and that sort of thing. Um, 
you, I mean, you can easily get away with a 20 meg connection as well. Um, I'm just looking at the first one coming up here. It's actually not bad. 100 meg, 10 meg up. 100 meg down, 10 meg up. Okay, it's a 75 gig cap to cap. Oh, 75 uh, gig. I don't want that. <laughs> Yeah, 75 rather, gig on fiber is going to disappear very quickly. I'm just looking at the Vumatel portal here, and there's a yeah. massive... I mean, when I signed up first, there was there was only a handful. This I mean, Vumatel portal is fantastic because you can do a straight-up comparison of all the ISPs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Cell C deals are very good. What's nice about the Cell C deals, and that's why I signed up for one mm. of them, is that you, you basically get everything free installation. Fox does the same thing. Vumatel installation. Mm. Yeah, I mean, if you can get one of those, you save yeah. yourself two or three grand. You're just locked in for 12 months. Yeah, I mean, I'm already on month four or five. I've got three months free as well because I just launched the package. Okay. So it was a really good deal Very for good me. Very good deal, yeah. Oh, and you get a SIM as well with Celsius. Three. Oh, I didn't even get that, so oh, I must have missed it. But I won't use it. I mean, you've got so much data. So, yeah, it's only a gig a month. <coughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, five years ago, free gig of data on sure. mobile. Cheers, please. But it went for double nine, so... Yeah. That's yeah, six, seven hundred and more than I'm paying at the moment. That's a hundred up, hundred down. Yeah, that's beautiful. That's ridiculous, actually. And that's uh, unshaped, uncapped, no fair use policy. Yeah, yeah. Must, I've been surpri- surprisingly happy with them. I must be honest. As a service provider, they've been very good. Uh, and and what's, the re- what's their router like? It's a Huawei router, yeah. and I mean, I've got two range extenders in my house. Some very cool plug-in range extenders yeah. um, from. Uh, I can't remember. The, I think it's a TP-Link. Um, Did they supply that? No, no, no. I bought no. that separately. Okay. But I mean, it works with any Wi-Fi. And sure. with the combination of just just having that router, it's also got a, a LTE failover. But I wouldn't. I don't really use it. I mean, with what's nice about fiber is when there's this outage, and I've only experienced this twice. Uh-huh. They're so quick to fix it. There's actual unless you kind Vum- of running Vumitel it. Fixes it. Yeah, yeah, Vumitel. Yeah. So when there's a line break somewhere, or wherever your service provider, they generally because they don't have to, you know. D- d- have complex fixing you just basically splice back a piece of of fiber which how often is it broken only twice in the last six months that i in my area that's that's affected and that was due to to other contractors breaking nothing and it happened far away from my neighborhood but i think with all the digging happening around i think some of that has impacted it but it's but i haven't experienced an outage it wasn't Mm -hmm. like i couldn't access anything because it was fixed so quickly Vumatel has just finished down a neighborhood and I was absolutely uh, gobsmacked at how quickly they did it. <laughs> they came in here, it took them three weeks and they were out again. But uh, it's uh, impressive the speed at which they've come through. It just shows you what can be done when there's a little bit of will mm. behind it. Yeah. But yeah, I do, I do, I, I will make a bet that within a year, once you get fiber, within six months, to a year, you'll probably upgrade to a gigabit per second. A gig? Yeah, I think I think you will just want to you just want to have it as a showpiece and just yes. say I've got it. <laughs> yeah, the prices unfortunately when you go from 100 to, to one gig go up massively. Well, I'm just looking at what the, what the I don't think any of them just, I don't think any of them are uncapped. No, these aren't uncapped, but yeah. I mean yeah, you'll. So the, here we go. So Mweb is the only one that offers capped uh, one gig, and it's oh, okay, 2,500 rand a month, not as much as. I but it's 500 gigabytes. Oh, it's only 500 gigs of data. Okay, that's expensive. That's expensive. I mean, I'm why, sure. Why, why price it so high if it's limited by the by the amount of data? I think they're still trying to keep it. They don't want everybody on the. They want to give everybody the best uh, package. Yeah. I'm sure it doesn't really cost that much. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. But you will be using a lot more data. That's for sure. You you will, but it's capped, so it doesn't matter. I mean, they're giving you an allocation per month, and. Uh, how you use that shouldn't matter. It shouldn't have really have a big impact on the speed. Sure, there's probably a small impact on, on, on in terms of the cost, in terms of provisioning you with a one gig connection. But is it really justified two and a half thousand rand a month for a five hundred gig allocation? Yeah, maybe not yet. I mean, um, you'll find lots of servers. The local routing is going to slow you down yeah. so much. So that's a gig. Uh, that's a gig down and one hundred megs up. 
Uh, and this is the only option from Vumatel at the moment through MWeb. I don't think many servers actually do more than 100 meg up in inputs yeah. if I do. I, I don't know how re how useful it would be to have that anyway, because I mean, no, are you really going to be able to get a gigabit connection under undersea cables as well? I think 100 meg would be should be the highest you uh, yeah the highest yeah. you should get, but I think 50 would be. I think I mean, 50. 20 I mean, to be honest with you, 20 is more than enough for yeah, most people. Yeah, it is. I'm, 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 going, for, I'm going for 50 because I'm being greedy. I'm get away going with, for 50 because I'm the same. <laughs> yeah. I can get away with 20 to be honest, but. Uh, but 50, 50 would be great, yeah. Because it's, yeah, the downloading documentaries and stuff, you know, open source, it, it's it a symmetrical very, I like. very quick. Yeah. It's a symmetrical I like, being able to dump something on, if I shoot some 4K video and I want to put that on YouTube quickly, yeah. I can do it with 50. That has up. been the most amazing. And, and yeah. using servers like Dropbox, I mean, everything in my life is on Dropbox, really, yes. uh, backed up there. And backing up large files is so easy, it's yes. so quick, you don't even think about it. Yeah. Yeah, I've often I often actually dump big files onto OneDrive now across mm. LTE, mm. Um, and the LTE is about eight megs to ten megs up, which is which is pretty decent, um, and it, it goes up at a reasonable speed. But you know, I tried to dump a forty gigabyte file on OneDrive the other day, and I had to leave it overnight. It'd be nice to be able to just dump something that size and then come back in half an hour and it's up. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're getting closer every day. Indeed, indeed, it's quite exciting times actually, and the wind has calmed down at last, uh, which is nice. <laughs> Um, so, an uh, interesting chat I had with a new spokesman for the new uh, mayor of Chwane, uh, the DA mayor, Solim Samanga, earlier this week, about Chwane Wi-Fi, which is obviously the Wi-Fi that's been deployed across the city by Project Isizwe, the non-profit that was um, retained by uh, the previous administration and uh, uh, the mayor, uh, what was his name, Josienso Ramakopa. Um, They've done uh, quite a good job there rolling out that infrastructure across Pretoria. Uh, but it's, it's been somewhat controversial in that it's been taxpayers who funded it effectively through the, mm -hmm. through the city. Um, Cape Town has gone for quite a different model under the DA administration there. Now, the ma new mayor of, of Chwane has announced that they're going to do a review. He's going to do a review and he's going to meet with Project Isiswe to discuss this project and um, presumably to find out whether it should be reconstituted in a different way, whether it should be cancelled. Uh, whether it should just be continued uh, along the same line. They haven't made any decisions about it at this stage and those meetings are still going to take place. Uh, but it's interesting that uh, one of the first priorities of the new mayor is to look at the Wi-Fi project there. Mm. And it's going to be interesting to see in a couple of weeks or whenever Simunga gets around to actually uh, having a look at this and making a decision, where, how that project changes. Yeah. Uh, is the funding model correct for it? Uh, um, you know, you speak to Alan or Craig Jr. who who started Project Isizwe, and um, he'll he'll talk up about how absolutely critical it is for uh, for municipalities to fund this sort of infrastructure and that it gets citizens online. Um, but there has been some criticism of the model and whether the Project Isizwe or the city the, the city of Chwane model is really sustainable, and whether taxpayers should be paying for it. But uh, I think I think it's going to be instructive and interesting to see what comes out of that review. Mm. Uh, we should know hopefully in the next couple of. Uh, months probably what the uh, what the outcome of that is and just lastly this week I had an interesting uh, chat um, on Monday with the Minister of Telecommunications and Postal Services Siabonga Tuele about the spectrum situation and uh, I know I spoke about this in a lot, a lot of detail in the last week's episode and if you're interested please go back and listen to last week's show for, for that detail but uh, government is really um, pushing ahead with this plan to create a single national wholesale open access wireless provider and he, he, he basically confirmed that and said he wants MTN and, and Vodacom, both of whom are very critical of this plan, 
and he wants the Akasa approach to, to go ahead with the Spectrum yeah. auction. Uh, so the whole thing is going to court, as you know. Um, the minister taking Akasa to court over this decision to go ahead with the Spectrum auction. Uh, both sides seem to, have, seem to have hardened their approach on this. Uh, the minister basically saying earlier this week that we'll, we'll, we'll see them in court. Um, very worrying situation. Um, uh, but um, <clears throat> unfortunate, I think, that uh, neither party seems to be willing to sit around a table and, and hammer out a solution, which is what the industry is asking them to do. Yeah, and you've got an industry hungry to, to really capitalize on this. Uh, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, and, and nothing's, nothing's mm. moving. Exactly, exactly. Anyway, uh, let's move on to our regular features. Um, I thought we'd make Apple our winner this week, uh, even though, even despite the um, controversy about the headphone jack. Uh, and I think they're the winner because um, I think the iPhone is, 7 is going to do well. It's, it's a good-looking phone. Yeah. And they're going to sell tons of accessories, uh, even if, uh, you know, they're going to sell tons of wireless headphones and these new air, air, what are they called? AirPods. AirPods. Uh, I think that's a great name, by the way. Yeah. They're going to they're going to sell tons of them uh, to the Apple faithful. Um, mm. Even though I don't believe that what Apple did was in its in its customers' best interests, um, it did it in Apple's best interests. Um, but uh, we'll see in the sales numbers next year and the in the results that Apple reports. But uh, I think they're onto a winning ticket with the iPhone Seven, despite the lack of a headphone jack. And our losers this week, and it's one of the questions we asked, (laughs) (laughs) SpaceX, uh, and uh, I think Elon Musk was tweeting uh, uh, earlier this morning, South African Times, it must have been the middle of the night in the US, tweeting that uh, uh, they don't know what happened uh, with this uh, rocket that blew up on the launch pad, uh, taking with it the Amos 6 satellite, which uh, of course was carrying a Facebook was carrying a capacitor with well, Amos 6 was rather was going to be used by Facebook to provide internet access to sub-Saharan Africa yeah, yeah. so kind of sad for us in this part of the world that uh, the thing blew up but um, I think Facebook will probably have another one on the launch pad this time next year probably uh, not sure SpaceX will be putting it up but <laughs> yeah. yeah look at this at this point I'm sure they've got everything is insured it's just a matter of it's insured it, sure but it's, uh, uh, it's, it takes time it takes time to redo these things it, yeah. it, it takes time and, and they've got uh, enough not, money to make it happen I'm not sure guess. Elon's going to be putting uh, Mark's uh, satellite in space next <laughs> if Mark decides to do it again <laughs> Anyway, yeah. Of course, Mark Shuttleworth was was touring Africa um, at the time. He was in Kenya when the news came through. Mm, yeah. um, anyway. Did you see this conspiracy videos where they claim that it was something that flew into it, and some videos out there that trying to no, know. I didn't. Yeah, what did they? No, you can see on the video that there's it. It probably is birds and things flying past. You yeah. can't see the distance. Yeah. And then just before it explodes, there's another thing that I think just because of where the camera is, it looks like it's flying into it, but it's probably flying past it before oh, yeah, after yeah. and it explodes. Okay. But it does look like something is going into it. I okay. Mean, but, yeah. So there was a roast pigeon. The, yeah. The, the internet. The internet is uh, <laughs> rife with conspiracy theorists about um, this. Yeah. Well, the internet's well known for that. Always. Yeah. Always. <laughs> Anyway, um, what's your pick this week, So I've been playing uh, as a Adobe Creative Cloud user. Yes. Um, I use most of their apps uh, extensively during my day. I only recently started playing with their mobile apps. Um, and I actually didn't hear any announcement around this. I don't even know when they launched. And I suspect it was maybe a year or so ago. But they're really good. There's a whole set of um, apps that you can download for your mobile devices, iOS and Android. Um, across a, b- a range of from audio to video to to graphics and sketching okay. um, but they work really well especially the ones um, the ones called uh, Spark 
um, and they aimed at kind of storytelling and visual storytelling. Oh, yeah. But the apps really allow you to do really cool things that I normally use Photoshop for. Like if you do a Facebook post with some text and graphics on it, you can actually now do it quite successfully from your phone. I mean, there's this, I'm just showing Duncan here, there's some templates you can kind of see the kind of stuff that you can do. But all the fonts, all the, uh, the graphics you need, you can import your own elements. Um, and it's really made for a mobile device. Yeah. And I can quickly turn around a nice graphic if I want to send something out to on my beard channel or um, you know, I can snap a photo of something, put some overlays, overlay some text. But it's it's got a really nice veneer to everything. You know, it does you can't really see that it was done on a mobile device and, and that's what I like about it. So you've got this this nice flair that Adobe brings to their creative tools yeah. um, on a mobile device and, and Spark is just one of them. There, there's a few others. There's obviously Lightroom, Photoshop. So you get this free if you're, um, if you're a creative class subscriber yeah. you yeah. get them you yeah. get them free, yeah. That's pretty cool. Um, and, and does it work on uh, iPhone and Android? Um, I think it works on Android. It definitely works on iPhone. Um, I th it does work on Android. It does, um, okay. Because it's, it's on the iStore, you can get them on both. Um, okay. I might, might not get all the tools, but uh, Lightroom and Photoshop and those things are definitely... definitely Photoshop fun. on a phone, I never thought I'd see it. <laughs> yeah, I don't use Photoshop on the phone, but these other tools yeah. like, like Spark, they kind yeah. of just simplify some of those mm. those features. I believe Lightroom on mobile is is got 98% of the features of the desktop Wow, version. that's amazing. Yeah, that's, that's incredible. pretty impressive. That's amazing. Lightroom's a great product. Yeah, it is. A great is. product, yeah. In fact, a lot of those, um, I've used a lot of those apps over the years. Photoshop, Photoshop is fantastic, of course. Uh, Lightroom, uh, mm. Dreamweaver. Uh, what else do you use? Um, I use Illustrator, Premiere, I use all the time. After Effects is, is an amazing, an what amazing, is that? It's, it, you basically create visual effects um, for video. Okay. But this is the kind of thing you, you produce Hollywood type movies with I mean you yes. can, if you know how to use all the f I'm still learning but yeah. you know there's there's so much you can do with, with any what's, overlay on video what's their video app called again? Premiere Premiere Premier. yeah, yeah yeah that's powerful software Premiere yeah I use that all the time as well yeah. no, I love I mean Creative Cloud it, it took me a while to get used to the fact that you have to pay monthly but to be honest with you the amount of updates I get and, yeah. and new features and functionality so do you subscribe to the whole suite? yeah no, I've got all of them and I've, and I've got their stock mobile app offering I think I'm paying for every part of their service uh, they've got how much is it? Um, I think now it's $79 or something. Okay. Um, so I think I paid it's just over... 15000 around a year. Yeah. Oh, so but I mean, it's... Out of my head here quickly. Look, uh, I mean, it's a, it's a business yeah. tool for me, yeah, so sure. it kind of gets invoiced in some way. Yeah. Um, but for, for the amount of updates I've seen and, and yeah. new features, it really is... No, $79 solid. a month, that's about a thousand, just over a thousand rand a yeah, I think with, with for, for incredibly powerful software, and if you're in a, in the in a creative industry, then that's a no-brainer. Yeah, I mean, just to pay that. It's, uh, oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. No, it's well worth checking out. But the software as a service subscription model, Adobe was the most aggressive to pioneer it and to push it. And I think they they just they just said we're going, this is where we're going. We're cancelling our license, li yeah. traditional license products. They just canned them. And it's been a massive success for them, hasn't it? But also remember when it just started, how many people s swore they will never use <laughs> Adobe products again? Yeah. Because now you know you'd pay five thousand rand one or four for a product potentially. Now you have to yeah. you pay off monthly. That's true. But you do get the latest. You updates. do get the latest. Yeah. No, I think it's latest. well worth it. Yeah. It's well worth. It. But yeah, those mobile apps. Um, if you do have Creative Cloud, well worth checking out because they make a lot of. A really difficult creative graphic video stuff yeah. much easier to do on your phone yeah yeah I was also skeptical about software as a service um, but I, I'm a subscriber to off Microsoft Office 365 and uh, yeah. I like it a lot um, I probably am paying a little bit more than I would have paid 
just buying a license previously because I probably would have sweated that license a bit longer. Yeah. But uh, I like having have, having the very latest outlook and word and PowerPoint and all the rest of it. I do think we live in an age now where you can't really afford to run outdated software. Yeah, um, especially true. if you're doing it in a professional services way, because you know, not just from security point of view, but you know, if functionality breaks because of update on your device, you know, yeah. you need somebody to be on the ball and, and push that proactively. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, my pick this week is um, it's something that's been around for quite a long time, and I think Rachel, you might have picked it up ages ago, if, I'm, if I vaguely remember in the the uh, pop in the Jurassic period when this podcast started out, but. Uh, uh, my pick this week is Cody. Um, uh, you have picked it before, haven't you? I don't you? think I have. Oh, the name doesn't you? ring a bell. No, oh, no. Okay. I picked something similar, but not not this one. Okay. So Cody is uh, basically it's, it runs on anything, but um, it's it's meant to be used on your TV in your lounge mm. as a media server, uh, and it's it's really good. It's um, I last played with it about eighteen months ago. Uh, it used to be called XBMC, uh, and it's, oh, it's, yes. it's improved radically over the last 12 to 18 months. It looks phenomenal. Um, it's really good, and what it, I really like about it is, is it's completely extensible. So it's, you can, it's got plugins and apps and stuff that you can plug into the framework. Um, so it's really nice. I, I watch a lot of This Week in Tech, which is an American uh, 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 video yeah. <laughs> podcast. And, for example, you just add the Twit um, plugin to the video section on the, on the app. And you instantly have access to all of their shows, all their video shows. That's phenomenal. Um, and it, it applies for a huge range of video podcasts available out there. Does audio pick up content too. you have on your computer, and you're able it to use does. your music and videos. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. Nice. You can just index it. You, if you have a say an external drive attached to your PC that's got all of your media on it, you can just index that, and you just tell it put all these in the movies folder, put all these in the TV shows folder. And it seems like it gives you the kind of the the, the thumbnail it, for the movie. It and does. Pulls in all the info. It also pulls in info off the internet if you if you uh, want. To. You don't have to. So do it's it. like Xbox Media Center was, but obviously just much yeah. better. Yeah, it's it's it is XBMC, but it's 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 gone way beyond the Xbox, which is where it started out. You know, I had plans this weekend. Now you show me this. You know what I'm going to be doing. <laughs> Your weekend's gone. Do I, I was fiddling with this for hours last night. It's so customizable, and you can get so many different skins for it as well. Uh, and it's free, I take. It's it's completely free of charge. Yeah, a um, lot of plugins. Here, tons of plugins. Um, uh, you can, I mean, you can have the weather on your TV. You can, you, from different weather services, you can, you can plug in. You can plug in literally just about anything. There's, there's a live TV option where there are thousands of free channels nice. that you can just browse most of. Most of it's crap. I see, there's a beer geeks channel, so I'll be. I saw that last that, night. Yeah. Actually, yeah. <laughs> Do they have Netflix and that kind of thing? Um, yeah, they have Netflix. I'm pretty sure they have Netflix on there. Yes, um, they must have Netflix on there. I'm I didn't sure specifically see it, but it, it will be there. Uh, it will definitely be there, um, but it's uh, it, it works it works really well. Uh, uh, the, perhaps the only downside of it is, is is its extensibility because literally you'll be fiddling with this thing for weeks to get it <laughs> the exact way you want it. Um, but so that's both its power and its downside is, is is the fact that it can be quite daunting to go through all the options and. Uh, really decide how you want to get your, your setup working. The nice thing about it is it works on a wide range of platforms. I've got a Windows uh, NUC, it was Intel NUC rather, next unit of computing PC, a tiny little PC plugged into my TV running Windows 10 and I use that uh, for my uh, um, for my TV but you can you can use it with Linux, with, with Mac, so you can, if you've got a Mac Mini attached to your TV you can install it on that if you don't like the, 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 um, the interface that it comes with. 
Uh, it works on Android. Um, uh, what else? iOS. Raspberry Pi. I it think. even works on Raspberry Pi. In fact, that's a very common platform that gets installed on. And a wide range of other devices. So Even just on a Windows, has a skin over your, your, your yeah, Windows. I mean, yeah. that's amazing. Yeah, that works brilliantly. <coughs> anyway, so that's my pick this week. Kodi. It's spelled K-O-D-I. And the website is Kodi.tv. Not surprisingly. <laughs> anyway, I think that's almost our show for this week. Um, we should quickly do our quiz there. Quiz do you answers. want to pick up with yeah. the first question? So one of the things I'm most excited about not is <laughs> the following question what popular augmented reality game is coming to the apple watch the answer pokemon go yay question two what did apple's phil schiller say it took to drop the 3.5 millimeter audio jack on the iphone 7 and the answer believe it or not is courage courage a lot of social media debate sparked and very funny memes uh, from that one indeed <laughs> the third question apple quietly pulled the plug on the high-end gold edition apple watch edition how much did it cost and the answer, be, between $10,000 and $17,000, or in South African rands, upwards of 235000 rand before taxes and duties. Sure. And it's not on sale anymore, so you can't buy one anymore. What are you going to do? That's a pity. <laughs> prices, prices are probably going to rise, and, you know, <laughs> become blind demand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they'll probably, probably find in 20 years there'll be collector's items selling for a million bucks. Yeah. Um, Especially if they work. Yeah. <laughs> uh, our fourth question was: A SpaceX, ro- SpaceX rocket exploded on the launch pad on one September. It had an important payload attached to it, which was also destroyed. What was that payload? Uh, of course, we answered this during the show. The satellite was the Amos Six, and it would carry capacity for Facebook to provide internet access to Sub-Saharan Africa. The last question this week: The largest ever IT acquisition was concluded. Who was buying who? The answer: Dell bought EMC. Massive, yeah, massive, absolutely massive. massive. I think, I think it was about sixty-seven billion dollars, if I remember correctly. Sure, by far the biggest IT deal ever done. That is incredible. Insane, lots of money. Insane. Anyway, that's our show this week. Um, as always, if you've got any feedback, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, you can mail us at info at techcentral.ca.za or leave a post under the entry on the website. Until next time, from Rechad and myself, take care. Ciao. Ciao. Ciao.